Well, hello there, and welcome to another Instagram Headlines episode on True Crime Bones, with me, your host, Marissa, also known as Bones. Families plead for help after two seven-year-old boys go missing. Now, that was the headline of a two-part post I made and shared on the 19th of October, 2020. And since then, there have been new developments surrounding this case, which we will get into in today's episode. A quick reminder, you know, just in case, all Instagram headline episodes starts with a post on my truecrime.bones Instagram page. So before I get into the new developments surrounding this case, I will first be going through what I shared in those two part posts. This is to give the new listeners and those who have not yet seen the page more of a sense of what's going on, you know? And to those who have been following me for a while, think of it as a recap. You know, refresh the memory a bit. So with that being said, and that out of the way, let's get into it. Okay. So the headline was, Families plead for help after two seven-year-old boys go missing. The date? 19 October, area Kailicha, South Africa. And this is part one and two. Two neighboring families in Kailicha have appealed to the public to assist them in finding their seven-year-old children. The two boys, Lenati Ntsonga and Miyolo Quinta, both from site B, Kailicha, went missing last week, Thursday, at about 6 p.m. on the 15th of October. Their parents said the two boys were playing together a few meters outside their homes before joining a group of children who were going to Bosasa on the back of a truck that was assisting families from Side B to relocate to Bosasa. Tsonga's father, Nungusan Tsonga, said he last saw his son just before he climbed on the back of the truck along with other children. He also said, and I quote, I last saw him on the back of the truck carrying the furniture of our other neighbours who were moving to Busasa. He wasn't alone. There were other children in the truck. But when they came back, they couldn't tell us where my son and his friends were. From what? From that group of children, the two boys were the only ones missing. We have reported the matter to the police. We are calling on everyone to help us find the boys. End quote. Meanwhile, Temba Kazi, Winter, Miolo's mother, said that she, along with Ntonga's parents, have not stopped searching for the two boys. She also said, and I quote, They weren't even playing far away, just behind our house, two minutes away, before they went to Bosasa. After they got on that truck 
and left. We couldn't find them. We have looked everywhere, from neighboring communities and hospitals to mortuaries. Please, if anyone can help us find them, tell us. I don't know what else to do. It feels like I have lost all power. There's nothing else I can think of besides finding my son. End quote. A police spokesperson, Andre Trout, said an investigation into the disappearance of the two boys had been opened. Gaelicha police are seeking assistance of the public to trace the two missing seven-year-olds. Now, in that post, two-part post I made, I also added the fact that at that moment they were unclear about what clothes the two boys were wearing when they disappeared. I also added um, the numbers to which you can call, anyone can call, um, if anyone had any information regarding this case. So, that all was the information I shared in the first, well, two part posts on my Instagram page. Now with that aside, let's get into the new developments. Okay, so later on the same day, 19th of October, which by the way is actually the day the news broke about the two missing boys, Mjolo's aunt Yolanda Gwinka came forward and said that a nephew came back from Subenza Primary School and rushed to go and play. At the time he was wearing navy flip-flops with the cartoon character and a navy blue and black tracksuit while Nati wore a green tracksuit. She said and I quote, I have been taking care of Miolos when his mother is at work, just as usual. He changed out of his school uniform, ate and went to play with his friends. They always play nearby. Later in the afternoon, I went to check up on him. Some of his friends who were playing in the street said he was playing with his other friends in the backyard of a house a few doors from us. I went back home because I knew where that was. Just before 7pm, I went to call him to come back home and eat. That is when I learned Yolo and Linati allegedly jumped onto a furniture truck that was traveling from our area to Posasa in Mfleni. We searched the whole community and also went to Mfleni to look for the boys. Police and other community structures have been assisting us, but to no avail. End quote. Now, go on to the next day. And information that was put out that day, Tuesday, 20 of October. Miolo's mother, Timbakazi Quinta, went on to state that the police came with two sniffer dogs that day. Four days after the boys had disappeared. According to her, the police were not giving appropriate attention to the case. She also said, and I quote, One of the boys that saw them riding delivery trucks 
told the police everything and we expected them to have strong leads by now, but our kids are still missing, end quote. Renati's father, Hungizani, also went on to state that the detective who was assigned to the case never visited them or knew where they stayed. While the police stated that they and detectives attached to Kayalicha FCS Family Violence and Child Protection Unit are searching and following up leads. Now, I completely understand where the family is coming from. I mean, damn. Four days later. But also, I honestly do believe that police are actually, you know, at this stage, whoopee, that they were, you know, going all the way, you know, putting out every manpower as you have detectives as well to try and find these two missing boys. And that's where we will move on, not to the next day, but the day after. Thursday, the 22nd of October, as that is the day things took a turn for the worst. Late Thursday afternoon, Mufalini police were alerted about clothing items that were seen floating in the water in a dam between the Old Fall Road and the M2 Highway in Mufalini. The clothes seemed to match the description of the two missing boys, Yolo and Lutani. So police and police divers were called out to the scene. But on arrival, they realized that the visibility was poor for the search to continue that evening. So unfortunately, they had to stop for that night and follow up the next day. And that is how we get to, or go to the next day, Friday the 23rd of October. The police divers returned to the scene early on Friday morning to resume their search, which ended with them retrieving the two, the naked bodies of the two missing boys, Renati and Iolo. Now, obviously, after retrieving the bodies, before positively saying that it was the bodies of the two seven-year-old boys. They called in the family, the two families of the boys, who positively identified the two, the bodies of the two boys. And the police actually arranged for the two families to receive trauma counseling after everything that took place that day. Now, before I can I, I try and get into what next, there is so many uh, st uh, stories, um, yeah, 
statements, um, theories, if conflicting material, it's, I've gone down, it feels like a rabbit hole with this, um, to be honest with you guys. Up until now, I know for a fact. After that, the sources in the media can't fully 100%, I don't know if you say, agree on this, on what exactly took place. Let me stop it here, you know, with this part and go into the second, another part, you know, where I will be getting more into what might have been and what not. Now, what I mean with not everything adding up, claims, articles, statements, false shabam. I mean, I went down a, dab, a rabbit hole, honestly. I came in here one track mind, knowing, thinking I knew exactly what happened, you know, following. certain source and, and everything. You know, basically, I came in your gun blazing. This is going to be a quick one. But when, and I ended up in a deep, deep rabbit hole. For example, okay. The one, I came across a, now this is all news articles, people. News articles. Anyway. One news article said that an 11-year-old boy actually ran to Miolo's mother and told her that he saw the two boys swimming in the dam where they were, the bodies were found. I mean, that boy went and said that that evening. Now, if that is true, then how come Mueller's aunt, Yolanda, went on to state or quote that, I mean, they went, they searched everywhere, including Mufalini, all those communities for the boys. And I know for a fact, like the neighboring communities, um, police obviously, and even people in like, like neighborhood watch almost, search day in and day night and out. So for me, I that one I scrapped. Then another news article, which by the way we trace back to this to the source, tens of sources on Facebook, straight up claimed uh, the two boys. Everyone knew the two boys went to go swimming, and. Or the family knew. They drowned. And that's it. 
But okay, if that's the thing, then the case should have like began in right there. Obviously. Um, I won't put aside that maybe the boys went swimming, drowned, and then obviously later on were discovered. But here's my thing. With that claim, they said, same night, same day. Boys went swimming, people saw, they drowned, the family was informed. Simple as that. Which, okay, I feel like scratch that one. Um, what I know is what I can put for a fact is, police have been searching day in and day out, neighboring communities, neighborhood watch, when we're searching for these boys. And unfortunately their bodies were, they were discovered. Now, this is, how can I say, I can almost agree with this. There's two options to this, um, not options, in a statement made by a parliament member, actually, a secretary of parliament, um, said the two boys were found naked and their clothes not from floating through their bodies. Yeah. You quote by saying there are two assumptions at this point. They were either swimming and drowned in the water or they were dumped there and they closed there as well. That I agree with completely, obviously. So also turns out, again, I can't 100% say yes to this because one hand family is asking, um, mostly Nkisani, um, Tulani's, Litani's father, he wants to speak to the, he wants to speak to the driver, obviously, and find out how could the driver drop the kids off. Now that's from the one report. Other report states that he knew the driver because they were going to use that specific um, truck service to re relocate as well. Now, with why he said the children were dropped off. Now, the one statement uh, um, says that the boys on the, the, the truck driver noticed that the boys are on there and dropped them off along the road, about like four kilometers away from their home. Apparently, um, now that's according to the driver and the statement. Now for me, okay, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. If it did, what the hell? So maybe that is when, because the two boys on the way home, thought, well, four, four kilometers away, the dam's nearby, let's go for a swim. Swim, they drowned, might have happened. Or that is when they were murdered. Or 
The driver could have been lying. But I can't get to the freaking point on this. As even the parents' statements, their quotes change depending on like which news source they are talking to. So I'm sorry, I thought honestly that this I can be like, okay, so okay, I knew this will not be we will find the killer or whatever, but the boys bodies were found and this is what we know so far. But I don't know anymore. But I can say that an inquest docket has been opened by the police. The police are investigating this and hopefully more information, more reliable information will be available soon. So that I can let you guys know, keep you up to date. And honestly, the reason I'm sharing it like this is for me, facts are everything. And everything has to be 100%. And if I can't give you guys that, then what's the no then there's no point so i will leave you with i don't know what to say leave you with this is still an open case and there will definitely be another true crime instagram headlines episode on this we hopefully all can wrap our head around this. But please, if you have any comments, suggestions, anything, let me know. And if you didn't like, because it's taking obviously a turn for the worst, the way I ended this episode, not the fact that I don't have everything, but the fact that I decided just to know, you know, I'm literally just sitting here on the floor talking to you guys if you're right here in front of me. If you had a problem with it or not, um, let me know. I am not planning on sharing stories which are half, halfway, you know. But I wasn't planning on, you know, sharing the fact that I just can't. So please, yeah, let me know your thoughts on it. If you had it, even this or not, me being real. Let me know. And I'll say goodbye with that one. There's not even going to be a ta-ta, because I don't even feel like a ta-ta. Let's just hope there's more news available soon. But if you made it till this end, just know you are absolutely legendary. And I appreciate every single listen, every single follow, every one of you stayed with me till now.